This radio show is a paid placement. It's time for Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. Your retirement coaches at Mercurio Wealth Advisors. Alan and Troy's team helps with the X's and O's of your financial plan, helping to make sure you have the winning playbook before the clock runs out on your working years. So let's drop the puck, break the huddle, and tip things off. This is Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. Hey there, you're listening to Retirement 360. I've got Troy here from Mercurio Wealth Advisors. We're going to talk to you about money for the next hour. And you want to listen to him because he's a financial advisor. A couple things coming up I want you to be aware of is Alan, also from Mercurio Wealth Advisors, is going to be joining us later in the show to answer the question, should you buy an RV in retirement? Because he's actually been going through this this winter, testing out the RV lifestyle. So we'll go through some pros and cons if that's something you've been thinking about. Uh, But first, Troy, over at Mercurio, you've got some dinner events coming up in early April. Who needs to be interested in going to these events? You know, I would say anybody that doesn't feel like they currently have a plan, or even if you have a retirement plan already put together, if you're a couple years out from retirement or already retired, come out and learn some information about what we do, how we've helped hundreds of folks get to and through retirement, explaining our retirement 360 game plan. It's really an evening at Ruth Chris where we try to educate you as much as possible and then you have a good dinner afterwards. All right. So uh, check that out. Louisville's retirement coach.com Louisville's retirement coach.com. We've been talking a lot about inflation lately, Troy. And so uh, I dug up some stats. I'm going to float by you. This is from the senior citizens league. They say half of seniors have spent down their emergency savings to deal with with inflation, 48% have had to visit a food pantry or apply for food stamps. 44% have run up credit card debt. 23% need help with their energy bills. These are some sad numbers, Troy. How do you guys put a strategy in place so that people who go through Mercuria Wealth Advisors can you know, spend their money confidently in retirement, even if inflation is uh, eating away at their dollar? Yeah, James, those they're not only sad numbers, they're really scary to think that when you retire, you could possibly have to, you know, let's be honest, these people are probably having to go back to work to pay off some of that credit card debt or just be able to afford the food. It's hard to realize that people are experiencing these hardships, but our job is really to build out a plan. Look at, we know inflation's going to hit our portfolios. Um, let's look at some real numbers. I actually read an article last week from Forbes that talks about other stuff that has increased. If you look at meat, poultry, fish, eggs, they're up over 12 and a half percent. The fruits and vegetables that we buy to cook every day, they're up about 5% used car prices. You know, if you're in the market for a used car right now, because you don't want to buy new, you always go used because it's cheaper. They're up 37% right now. That's a wild number, Troy, 37%. That's more than a third. Yeah, I really feel the hamburger price going up, too, because just, you know, it only went up like a dollar around here, but that's still like 25%. Yeah, there's there's not a dollar menu anymore. It's more like a dollar fifty two dollars but everything's increasing. You know, they say overall inflation is about 7% um, year to date, but we see it on our grocery bill and our gas bill every day when we do it. Um, when we meet with a family, our number one goal is to determine how we can help build them a long-term retirement strategy um, that takes inflation into account. Because if you look at a lot of these online tools that you can do it yourself, they'll use the past 10-year inflation history, which is the average is right around 1.7%. But when I plan, I want to be more conservative that just makes more sense to me. Be more conservative. So use a higher inflation rate. If you use the past hundred year average, which takes into account the late seventies, early eighties of double digit inflation, that inflation comes to about 3.2%. So when I'm building a plan for an individual, for a family to make sure their money lasts through retirement, I'm going to use a higher inflation amount. You know, if I'm wrong, great. It just puts you in a better place down the road. Yeah. And one of the disappointments is Social Security, you know, as an income source is supposed to be inflation adjusted. 
but even with the cost of living adjustments, it's not keeping up. You know, there's also costs that are rising far faster than uh, inflation as a whole. You know, like healthcare things like that. So, how do you account for for some of these issues, like increase in healthcare and Social Security not keeping up? Yeah, AARP had a study, or the average retiree spends about thirty percent of their Social Security on healthcare. And the biggest thing that we heard about retirees' income this year was that they were getting a six to seven percent increase, which is huge. It's a good increase in their social security. But what they found out is Medicare increased just about the same. So you hear about the good part of it, which social security increase, but you don't hear about Medicare until you get the bill in the mail. So that's what we need to make sure. And using these higher inflation rates as averages for your portfolio keeps our portfolio, our income up with inflation, make sure our money doesn't run out. All right. That's Troy from Mercurial Wealth Advisors. You're listening to Retirement 360. The phone number is 502-273-1188. That's if you want to call for a question on the show or you want to talk to Troy at the office. The website is easy to remember, louisvillesretirementcoach.com. So let's shift to something a little more positive and uplifting than this uh, horrible inflation talk. Uh, the Winter Olympics recently had snowboarder Nick Bumgartner finally winning a gold at age 40. This is his fourth Olympics, and he's never made the podium in all the Olympics he competed in until this year. And so uh, he and his race partner, who's 36, competed against athletes that were about 20 years younger in the, the mixed snowboard cross event. I thought this was a very positive story. Let's hear from Nick. As you get older, it's tough to watch the young kids kind of take over and try to push you out of the sport. So that hunger, it's strong. And um, as long as you're willing to put in the work and you still have the dedication for the hard work, you can really push yourself to a new level. Troy, is this something you see in the office? You have clients that are feeling the same way, like they're being squeezed out of the workplace? Yeah. I got to say, for these Olympians that are 36, almost 40 years old, I'm 39 years old. So the thought of doing something that strenuous on body just it makes me hurt without even doing it. So I have to yeah, on that. My part. back gets sore watching it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but you know, James, that's kind of the beauty of going through our retirement 360 game plan process. This is a proven process that we've developed over the last 30 years. It creates a strategy that will help you protect your life savings, but also grow it as much as you need with the risks that you're comfortable with and gives you the freedom that you want in retirement. So I feel like the most powerful thing that you can have is knowledge. And if you're, let's say you are feeling one of our local big companies, Humana, um, some of the higher ups get paid pretty well. Even some of the middle people get paid really well. Um, but there's all these kids that are graduating college that are willing to do that same job for a lot less money. So if you have the knowledge that you can walk in there, or go to work every day and know in the back of your mind that you have a plan, you can retire at any point that gives you a ton of power. And really, you might not hate your job or feel that squeeze as much because, you know, if something does happen, you can walk away with that. So you can walk away knowing that you'll be OK in retirement. All right, let's do another clip from the snowboarder Nick Bumgartner. This is your daily dose of inspiration for those of you who feel like you're, you're struggling with the daily grind. You get one shot at life. You should live the life you want and um, don't let anything stop you. It doesn't matter how old you are. Hard work is the answer. Go out there and get it. Yeah, so to kind of appropriate this for purposes of our show, you know, you get one shot at retirement. So, Troy, how do you help someone make sure they're putting the, the right financial strategies in place for the one shot that they have to retire. Yeah, James, what we want to offer is really the opportunity to meet with one of our advisors and one-on-one to make sure your plan is on track. Now, if you give us a call before five o'clock today, here's what we'll do for you. We'll give you our retirement 360 scorecard. This scorecard really will answer four questions for you. Have I saved enough money to experience a retirement that I've always dreamed about? Will my retirement income plan keep up with inflation like we've talked about the whole first segment how much risk am i currently taking in my portfolio so said another way if the market corrects or crashes how will it affect my life savings 
And the last question is really, is Uncle Sam my biggest beneficiary to my life savings? So like I said, give us a call at 502-273-1188. John will schedule a 45-minute discovery visit with one of our advisors to make sure these questions are answered for you. All right, that's Troy with Mercurio Wealth Advisors. Again, the phone number 502-273-1188. The website is louisvillesretirementcoach.com. You want to go there, there's an events tab. And if it's not up already, it'll soon be up. They have some events that are scheduled in your area for April. You might want to check that out because it's a nice little first step to get your foot in the door and learn a little bit more about what they do in the office, not just on the show here. So you might want to go ahead and check that out. Stick around. We got Alan that's going to be joining us. And uh, at the end of the show, we're going to go through the pros and cons of buying an RV in retirement. I'm James Parker. You're listening to Retirement 360. Call now to schedule a visit and get started on your Retirement 360 game plan. 502-273-1188. That's 502-273-1188. When you crash your car, you get it fixed. When your computer crashes, you get a new one. But what will you do if you're saving for your 401k and the market crashes? Hey, it's Tony Vanetti for Mercurio Wealth Advisors. If you're in your 30s or 40s, you'll be just fine. But if you're in or near retirement, you could be in trouble. Lowell's retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton at Mercurio Wealth Advisors are here to help. They'll create a retirement 360-degree game plan to see if you're taking too much risk. Don't let the market control you and your retirement dreams. Call 502-383-5800 today to schedule your visit with Louisville's retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. That's 383-5800. Crashes happen. Are you ready? Mercurio Wealth Advisors, 383-5800. Investment advisory services offered through Mercurio Wealth Advisors, LLC a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through Mercurio Insurance Services. Hey there, welcome. You're listening to Retirement 360. I got Louisville's retirement coach in here with you, Alan Mercurio from Mercurio Wealth Advisors. Question for the show, or if you want to call him at the office, 502-273-1188. The website is Louisville's Retirement Coach. Dot com. Now, I'm sure, you, Alan, you've seen a lot of people who saved a million dollars for retirement, and it, you kind of feel like you would be all set. Uh, I think a lot of us are kind of waiting for our chance to go on maybe a game show or win a lottery. And, <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and look, we saw a lot of millionaires be made, like on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, if you remember that yep. show. Who Wants yep. to Be a Millionaire. Yeah, I loved uh, Regis. He passed away a couple of years ago at age 88. But uh, how many game show retirees do you think that show created? You know, it may have created a few, but to be honest, I don't know that, that, you know, just winning a million dollars, if that's the the prize that they won, whether that's going to sustain anybody all the way through retirement. Yeah. And, you know, you win that million dollars, you still get taxed on that like ordinary income. So it's kind of like winning the lottery. You only walk away with like three fifths of it or something to that. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the the biggest challenge. And we've seen, we've had uh, lottery winners that have come in and worked with us. And the challenge is when anybody gets a large chunk of money like that, that's not used to having it or hasn't, maybe hasn't saved it themselves, there are challenges. There's temptations and things that are going to happen. The first thing that they're going to, that most folks don't realize is that Uncle Sam's got his hand out. I mean, he's going to get a good portion of that, usually somewhere in the three to 400,000 range depending on what other income you have, maybe even more. So that tax part of it, I think you nailed it. That's that's a big part of why you're not going to probably retire with that winnings. Now, if, if you had a million dollars already saved and you won another million dollars, maybe that's possible. But in reality, that's probably seven to nine years of most of the folks that we talk to there. That's seven to nine years of their normal income. If you add in their social security, maybe a a pension plan or something like that, maybe you get a 10 to 12 years out of that. But that's if you can refrain from spending a big portion of it on a new house or vacation or new car or, or whatever. So 
that's nice to think that you could win that, but I don't know that that's going to be the th- the saving grace for your retirement. Oh, see, I, w- I would do that if I won a million bucks. Even if I walked away with six hundred thousand, I'm definitely getting a new car. The, the house is, is is a maybe, but a vacation that's a definitely. So I, I think I would make some of the same mistakes. But um, the, the tough part though is the taxes. You know, we we joke about you know the people mm-hmm. in the prices right mm-hmm. and pay taxes on the cars they win and things like that. But you, you actually have this whole IRA. You got taxes on it into a right. similar fashion. So even if you have a million dollars in an IRA, you're not walking away with all that either. No, and that's a, that's a good point. I mean, retirement accounts, the 401ks, the IRAs, the 403bs, all those numbers that are out there that, you know, uh, the employers able to offer you these types of retirement accounts. Most, if not all of them, are tax deferred. Uh, you might be able to invest in now the the Roth account. So a lot of the 401k companies have started offering a Roth 401k. And in my opinion, and we've talked about this on the show before, you know, depending on your circumstance, obviously, but in most cases with taxes at the, where the level that they are, it might be better to switch your contributions into that Roth side and go ahead and pay taxes on your contributions now, as opposed to waiting to pay later. I think one of the big myths that, uh, we see people stumble on is, you know, I always heard that, you know, I'm, I'm going to pay lower taxes in retirement. And for some people that works out because maybe all you're living on is social security and a little bit of money off of your 401k or something like that. But I'd say in more cases than not, you're going to be spending more money in retirement, uh, at least the first few years and your taxes could possibly go up. So the, the Roth accounts probably a, a good strategy to start uh, throwing some money at us if you haven't already. And, uh, you know, I think that's uh, how we tend to look at these accounts when we start to help people uh, organize everything. Well, I think I'm probably more than halfway through my working career. Would I really get a lot of benefit, though, uh, pursuing these tax-efficient strategies, even though yeah. I'm kind of getting a late start? Yeah, I think so. Because, I mean, even if you're five years out from retirement and you think about the contributions that you're making, let's say you're you're maxing out, you're getting maybe eighteen to twenty thousand dollars a year in contributions into your plan. If that's going into a, an account that's already taxed and you're you're growing it tax free, you know you're liable to have maybe seventy five, eighty, hundred thousand dollars built up in a tax free account by the time you actually retire. And what that can do for you is a lot of different things. I mean, you're not going to you know probably use it for an income plan, but you may. Uh, be able to uh, pay off your house when you retire. Maybe, you know, we have a lot of folks that come in and still have a little bit of a mortgage left. And, that, and you know, that's the big dream is we want to have a, we want to go into retirement without any kind of mortgage. So maybe you can take, you know, 50 or $100,000 out of a tax-free account that's not going to affect your taxes and go ahead and pay that mortgage off. Or, uh, you know, maybe that's what you use for uh, the new house down at the lake. And a lot of people are you know, want to buy a lake house or a vacation home of some kind, maybe you can do that with a tax-free account. So there's a lot of things that you can do. So I don't think it's ever too late to start doing that. In fact, what we're doing when we meet with folks on a daily basis, we're talking to them about, does it make sense for you to have a Roth account and start converting some of those those uh, ones that are being deferred right now into those Roth accounts before retirement? Well, let's go back to that $1 million figure. If I have all that in a, a tax-free status, is that the magic number that would get me through retirement? Well, that, I mean, if you if it was all tax-free, then that may be, uh, that's certainly going to be closer, But because uh, then you're not look worried about Uncle Sam taking a big portion of it. Again, that's a big part of the problem with the having a million dollars in a 401k plan. In reality, if you retire with a million dollars in a 401k or an IRA, you're still only working with maybe six or 700,000. But the big challenge, James, is really for, for most folks is nailing down what they're spending every month. When folks come in and talk to me or one of the members on the team, one of the things we talk about is how much are you spending each month? And we typically will get a figure. Maybe it's $2,000 a month. Maybe it's $3,000 a month or whatever the number is. But inevitably that number is always about half of what they're truly spending. So we have to really sit down and go through a budget, really look at the last year of your spending and figure out where all your money's going. Because, it, you know, as a financial advisor, what we're doing is we're building a plan that's going to tell you whether your money's going to last for the next 30 years. And that's what we're trying to do. So to get an accurate forecast, we really have to 
be pretty persistent on making sure that we get that that budget figured out as to what you're spending and where it's going. I don't care where it's going or what you're spending on. We just have to have a pretty solid number to, to be able to do the planning we do. All right. You're listening to Retirement 360. That's Alan Mercurio. If you've got a question for the show or want to call him at the office, 502-273-1188. The website is louisvillesretirementcoach.com. So what's a good rule of thumb there? Uh, you, you see people spending less in retirement than they do normally, you know, on a monthly basis than when they're working. So do I need to replace what, 70, 80 percent of the, my income? You know, that's what that again is what the uh, kind of the old school of thought is, is that if you had if you're when you retire, you're going to spend about 70 to 80 percent. In reality, what we see is a lot of folks spending 100 to 120 percent the first few years. I mean, you think about it, you got you want to pay the house off. You want to take that vacation. You want to do the stuff that you haven't been able to do the last 20 years you've been working or the last 30 years. You've been While working. you still can. Yeah. While you still can. So a lot of folks will dip into their retirement funds and and take a bigger chunk and you know i you know i think it's a great idea i mean we've helped a number of families fulfill that dream of a, a dream vacation uh i just talked to a client in the last i don't know 24 25 days or something like that last month and uh they were planning a trip to uh italy and they're going to be there for two weeks it's been their dream vacation that they wanted to, but it's you know they wanted to do this forever but this is going to be a pretty solid hit but the thing is is we planned for it we knew that this was coming in retirement we knew that, that how much they were going to need to budget it's gone up a little bit because of inflation and everything but we it's not a number that's going to you know decimate the plan or anything like that all right let me run another rule of thumb by you the rule of 100 so you mm-hmm. take 100 and you sub Tracked your age, and that tells you how much you should be invested in stocks, and then the, the right. rest of it in bonds. Does, is that still a, a rule that works for you? It's a start. Uh, it's more complicated than that. One of the challenges that most folks face as they they step over the line into retirement is they don't change their portfolio. And actually, there's a a period of time we call the red zone in retirement. It's five years before retirement and five years after retirement. Uh, during that retirement red zone. You just need to make sure that you're not taking too much risk with your portfolio. Uh, obviously going into retirement, the first five years, you don't want to take a big hit. So as you're, you know, if you're 60 years old, planning on retiring to 65 or 62, plan on retiring to 67, you know, at age 62, you probably need to pull back on the reins a little bit. Even if the market's going gangbusters, you still need to probably pull back a little bit just to be a little bit more conservative so that if the market takes a hit, you're not going to lose you know, 20 or 30% of your portfolio all at one time. And then after retirement, if you get, you know, once you get to retirement, let's say you hit 67 for the next five years, you probably need to be a little conservative too. Because again, if you're spending more than what you planned, then that's going to uh, be coming out of your portfolio. And if you're taking too much risk, that could also pull down on your portfolio. So that 10 year period. And I think risk is a big factor on how people end up going back to work or having to go back to work. If you go back to work because you want to, that's fine. But if you go back to work because you have to, then that means you have a failed plan or it didn't work out. And that's not, you know, that's certainly not something that we're looking to, to help people do. We want to make sure you have a you know, prosperous plan. Well, I, I remember when I've set up a 401k in the past, they sort of ask you, like, how aggressive are you? And I, I would always put moderately aggressive. And then I did some sort of online test on, like, mm-hmm. how aggressive are you with your investments? And I found out I, I was really conservative. You know, 10% sounds okay on paper until you say, okay, well, if you have 100000 saved, are you cool with losing 10000 Yeah. And I, well, I, well, go ahead. Yeah, I agree. I mean, one of the reports that we do will actually show you you know, based on where your money is now, what your portfolio would have done in 2008 when the market was down almost 50% or 2000, 2001 and 2002 where the market was down over 40%. What would your portfolio have done during that period of time? And can you live with that? We just talked with a gentleman in the last month that uh, he was a very aggressive investor, very comfortable with being an aggressive investor and everything. When we showed him that he could lose a million dollars in his portfolio by going through another 2008, he suddenly changed his mind and said, hey, I need to make some changes in this. So, folks, that's what we're offering today. I mean, really sitting down with you, going through a process to help you understand exactly where you are on your path to retirement. 
if that's uh, appealing to you, I want you to give us a call, 502-273-1188. What we'll do is we'll run a series of reports. We'll show you where your current plan is, how it's faring in the market, if you what kind of risk number you have, what kind of uh, risk you're currently taking, what would happen in that worst-case scenario, and then really help you build an income plan, a tax plan, and really an estate plan to make sure that something happens to you. Everything's going to go exactly the way you want it to go. That's what we do at Retirement 360. That's what we do at Mercurial Wealth Advisors. Really help you get on that, understand what your path looks like under retirement. Give us a call at 502-273-1188, and we'll get you set up with one of our uh, coaches right now to, to help you plan your retirement. All right, that's Alan Mercurio from Mercurio Wealth Advisors. When it comes to your retirement accounts, we didn't save it all at once, and we're not going to spend it all at once when we start the retirement. We're not just going to take it out as a lump sum and put it in our checking account. So we're going to ask him, what do you do with everything you save once you push that big retirement button? We'll be right back with more Retirement 360. Remember, the Retirement 360 bundle can be yours. Schedule a visit to start the process now at Mercurio Wealth Advisors. 502-273-1188. That's 502-273-1188. If you missed a show and want to catch up with Alan and Troy and the latest retirement planning topics, click on the media tab at louisvillesretirementcoach.com. That's louisvillesretirementcoach.com. Hey there, you're listening to Retirement 360. I've got Louisville's retirement coach in here with us. We like to talk about money for an hour every weekend. If you have a question for the show or you want to contact them at the office, 502-273-1188. You can also go to the website, louisvillesretirementcoach.com. And I like that because who remembers phone numbers anymore, Alan? That is so... <laughs> That's right. Awesome, right? Yeah, it's hard to, it is hard to, especially, I mean, most people are listening to us driving their car or whatever. So yeah, go to the website. It's a lot easier to contact us there. I mean, you're welcome to call the number if you can remember it, but yeah. Hey, if you want to, if you want to dig a pin out of your console and write it on the, your forearm, that's fine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just do it at a stoplight. Yeah. Louisville's retirement coach.com. Easy to remember. All right. So we were talking about the fantasy of piling up a million dollars in a game show. But a lot of people do that in real life, and it's not really that rare. But the thing is, they didn't save it all at once. So when you hit the retirement button, you don't get to spend it all at once. And, and Alan, I know that sounds like an obvious statement, but uh, isn't this something people need help with? Oh, absolutely. I mean, look, folks, the number one thing in retirement is income. And deciding how to create that income is a challenge in itself. How, you know, Are you going to create it through some kind of a dividend paying portfolio. A lot of folks will do that. But the challenge with that is, is that most companies don't pay dividends at the same time every month. So you might get $1,000 this month and $3,000 at the quarter or something like that. So it's going to be a challenge on how you build that out. Understanding what you need to earn to make your plan successful is another key point that we focus on when we're building a plan. You know, it's nice to be able to sit down and say, hey, I, my investments have averaged 10% over the last 10 years. And then, you know, the last 10 years have been probably the most effective in the stock market, or certainly one of the most effective times in the stock market. But do you have to have 10% going into retirement every year? That's what we build the plan. Is that if, we, if we can show you that your plan is going to be successful making 6% net of fees and everything else, then it's a lot easier to set up a plan like that to make sure that you're it's going to be successful and you're going to have the income that you need without being stressed out about whether the market's going up or not. So those are a couple of things I think that you have to kind of really understand going into your retirement plan, how to build that out. And then if you start to kind of add to that, taxes play a huge part of this. You know, most of our money has been saved in these tax deferred accounts. We have to pay the piper at some point. And, you know, when you start pulling that money out, that's when most folks don't understand what their tax obligation is. So we have to kind of show where those tax dollars are going to go and how that's going to come out of your plan, how much you're actually going to get to keep. I think you have to have a tax plan as you go into retirement. And then there's probably hundreds, if not thousands of things you need to think about as you get ready for retirement. What happens if you get sick or somebody in the family gets sick? You know, Fidelity did a study a few years ago. 
and they update it every so often that says that a couple age 65 will spend more than 280000 I think that was the last number I seen, $280,000 on health care in retirement. And that doesn't include long-term care. So if you think about possibly have to spend a quarter of a million dollars of your savings on your spouse or on yourself for health care, if something happens to you, how's that going to affect your retirement? So all these things put together, James, is really where we try to build that plan and understand exactly how to put that all together. So uh, what are some other common mistakes you, you see? You mentioned taxes were one of the mm-hmm. big ones. What, what are some of the little ones? Well, I think some of the, I don't know that this is a little one, but really not creating that income plan. Look, I was talking to a, well, he's now becoming a client as a fellow that's an engineer two months ago. And one of the things that really got him to choose us was when we were sitting down talking, he responded to the radio show. He came in, he said, Hey, I just really want to go through the reports. I'm not interested in changing advisors. I'm not interested in really doing anything with my money other than I just wanted to kind of get a second opinion, which is fine. We've done that for a lot of folks. The first thing that I asked him, I said, so do you have an income plan? He said, yeah, we've got a great income plan. We know that we're going to have enough income coming in retirement. I said, oh, Greg, can I see it? Can I see your your written income plan? And he said, well, we don't really have a written income plan. We, you know, we've talked about it and we think we know where the income is going to come from. Folks, you really have to have a written income plan. You need to know which assets are going to be turned into that income, which assets are going to be used for growth to protect against inflation. How are you building that out? So I think that's something that we see a lot of folks do is they think they've got a plan, but they really don't have a written plan. And that's what we focus on is really having a document that shows, hey, this is where you're going to go in retirement. This is how it's going to work and how we've got it mapped out. Now, that doesn't mean it can't change. Obviously, it can change and things are going to happen. But knowing what your baseline is, is how we try to structure everybody's plan. How many people... After they retire, they uh, lose a bunch of money in the markets because they're taking too much risk. Is that a problem? Because I feel like when I retire, I'm going to just try and get out of as much risk as possible. Well, and you're smart to do that, but you do have to make sure that you continue growth. I mean, in 2022, we've had a 7% increase in expenses over 2021. So we've had the inflation is something you have to always guard against as well. You can't just let your money retire with you. You have to be able to keep your money working. But I think you do need to be able to say, hey, I'm willing to take less. I'm willing to take whatever it takes to make sure my plan is successful. One of the points that we always look at when we review with a client is, are we at least hitting that number? And I go back to the plan. I said, look, when we built the plan two years ago, we said if you averaged a X percent rate of return, maybe it was 5%, maybe it's 6% or whatever, that your plan was going to be successful. We're doing that. So we know that your plan is going to be successful or we're not doing that. So we need to do something else. So that's the conversations that we start to have. It's not really review meetings. It's more strategy meetings on, on how do we look forward to the next year? How do we keep things rolling in the right direction? You're listening to Retirement 360. That's Alan Mercurio from Mercurio Wealth Advisors, 502-273-1188 or go to louisvillesretirementcoach.com. All right. So we talked about going to some of the safer options. What are some of these safer options if I still want a little bit of growth? But man, the, the stock market has been just absolute Pepto-Bismol inducing roller coaster this year. So get, give me the safe options. Well, I think that the the one thing I said that a little while ago is that, you know, income's number one thing. So once you design an income plan and you have a, a your certain assets that are dedicated to that income plan, a lot of times you can use a product like an insurance product, or maybe it's an annuity of some kind that's going to be providing you some kind of certainty, a reliable part of that income. Most of us don't have a pension anymore. We have our social security. That's going to be, a, in many cases, that's our only guaranteed source of income. So if we can take a percentage of your savings, maybe it's 10%, maybe it's 50%, maybe it's 40%, whatever the number is, we take a percentage of your savings and put it into a portfolio of products that are going to be somewhat guaranteed or or at least have some surety to them, then that's a good way to protect the rest of your money. Because what's happening is if we have everything else invested in growth stocks, for instance, and the market goes down, we don't want to necessarily sell out at the down level or at the bottom of the barrel. We want to make sure that we're letting those assets continue to stay in the market so they can regain what they've already lost. But by having a protected income plan 
again, maybe it's through some bank products like CDs or insurance products like annuities. Those are going to be the safer way to build your income plan. All right. I'm going to out myself a little bit here, Alan. I'm rolling through my mid forties here and I do not have a written income plan. Is it too early to start? When's the best time I should get this financial plan in order? No, it's never too early to start, I don't think. Because what's happening when you start early, you know, mid-40s or whatever, you may not implement all the stuff that you're talking about. We're talking about with somebody that's getting ready to retire at 65 or 67 or whatever. But you're going to start to learn and you're going to start to kind of grasp hold of these ideas so that when you get to that point, when you're ready to retire, you can say, hey, yeah, I did this five years earlier or whatever. I don't think it's too early to start, but I do think you just kind of start to educate yourself going along the way and making sure you understand what's going to happen in retirement. And look, you may be able to retire if you're in your mid forties. If you do a good job, you may be able to retire, you know, when you're 55 or something like that. And then that's all the better. You have got things kind of lined out for that. Oh, don't get me all excited, Alan. All right. <laughs> so look, I've got a 401k. I've got an IRA. I'm trying to figure out when I can retire. But if I don't like what I'm hearing, how important is it to get a second opinion? Is this like a doctor visit? Well, it's very much like a doctor visit because we try to you know run our office like a doctor's office where we meet with clients and help them understand where they are first, what their current situation is, and then how to project into the future what they want to see, what they're wanting their retirement plan to look like. Folks, for the last 35 years, that's really what we've done at Mercurial Wealth Advisors is help people get ready for retirement, map out a strategy for their retirement and really set up that plan so that they're ready to retire when they want to retire. So if you're thinking about that, if you've retired in the last five years or you're getting ready to retire in the next five years, pick up the phone, give us a call right now. What we're going to offer to you today is really to have you sit down with me or one of the members on the team and go through our retirement 360 game plan process. You're going to get a retirement scorecard to show you where you are right now on your path to retirement, our retirement 360 game plan includes an income plan, includes a tax plan, includes an estate plan to really help you understand where you can be and how you can build this out exactly from where you are now to what you want it to look like in retirement. Are we always going to be able to show you exactly what you want in retirement? No, we're, that's why we're going to show you what you need to see, not what you want to see. That's what the Retirement 360 Game Plan process is all about, is really building out a plan, mapping out a strategy to get you where you want to go in retirement, or at least show you what path you're on. So give us a call at 502-273-1188 or louisvillesretirementcoach.com. Uh, you can go there and you can contact us from the web as well. Yeah, on your website, you have an events tab with some uh, events in the area. Is that a good place for people to get started? Or is that for people who are already on board and existing clients? Who needs to be no, interested in that? Really, that's for anybody. We encourage our clients to come to those events, but uh, certainly folks that are just kind of kicking the tires or getting started with a conversation about, hey, I need to talk to somebody about how to build a retirement plan. My guy's great or my gal's great, but all they've been doing is managing my accounts. They really haven't talked to me about what I need to get ready for. It's a great place to go. We do a lot of uh, events at different restaurants around town where we uh, uh, we'll go out, we'll buy you dinner and you come in and you have a free dinner and hear what our process is, really understand what we're doing and, and kind of meet some of the team. Doesn't mean that you have to come in for a meeting or whatnot, uh, but those are great events. We also do some live events over at the University of Louisville, the Shelby campus. It's uh, right across from our office. We'll do some uh, retirement classes over there. You're going to dedicate a little bit more time to those because usually those are about two to three hour courses. And you're going to really get the nuts and bolts of what you need to get ready for retirement in those classes. So, yeah, you can go to the events tab and pick up some information there and also you know, join us with one of our events. All right. That website again, Louisville's Retirement That's Alan Mercurio. You're listening to Retirement 360. Quick, who's your favorite sports team? Okay, now imagine they're playing in the most important game of the year, the season's on the line type of game. Now you realize they don't have a game plan. They're just going to wing it. How do you think that's going to go? Probably not very well. Are you doing the same thing when it comes to retirement? Are you hoping things will go well? Well, hey, this is Tony Finetti for Mercurial Wealth Advisors. Set yourself up for success by getting a retirement 360-degree game plan from Louisville's retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. They'll help you think through your taxes, income, estate planning, and much, much more. When you're done, you'll have a customized retirement 360-degree game plan that you can be confident in. 
Schedule your visit now with Louisville's retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. Mercurio Wealth Advisors, 502-383-5800. 502-383-5800. Investment advisory services offered through Mercurio Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through Mercurio Insurance Services. Do you know how inflation could affect your retirement savings? The Retirement 360 Roadmap could provide some answers. Call for a complimentary visit now. 502-273-1188. That's 502-273-1188. Hey there, you're listening to Retirement 360. We're continuing along here with Louisville's retirement coach, Alan Mercurio from Mercurio Wealth Advisors. If you want to contact him at the office, there's two easy ways to do it. The old-fashioned way, the phone number, 502 273 1188. And I know we, we give the website Louisville's retirement coach.com and that's easier to remember. But Alan, there's still 11% of the people who are listening to this show right now who do not use mm-hmm. the internet. So 502 273 1188. We don't mind if you don't want to use the internet. We'll do the old fashioned phone. Every weekend we talk about some of the big important decisions that you think about when you're heading into retirement or with your investments. But this is more of a fun one. RVs, planning an RV retirement. You've probably seen a lot of people do this. I've seen you sort of experiment with that lifestyle yourself. So uh, we're not going to come up with a a definite yay or nay. But since uh, I've thought about this and you're actually you've actually done some of this, I wanted to pick your brain about the pros and cons of RV in living in it in retirement. Okay. so where do you want to start? Just with the uh, pros. Let's, Let's do the good stuff first. So just to kind of give some background, folks. So my wife and I bought a 2019 fifth wheel RV trailer. We pull it behind a, a Ford truck, a, a F-350 truck. And we started doing this primarily because some friends of ours in our lake community, we also boat down at Lake Cumberland quite a bit. We started having conversations with them that two couples down there had sold their, what they call sticks and bricks, their house. Uh, they so so their their house they'd lived in for many many years. Is this and they bought is it. this RV jargon for the jargon it's kind of RV, RG, RV oh. jargon? That's kind of RV jargon. Sticks and bricks is, is the is what we call your house. Okay, so they had sold their their primary residence and they'd moved to their either their boat, which they both have houseboats, or they'd move to their RV. So in the wintertime, they'd take their RV and either go out west or go to Florida or whatever. So uh, Lee and I start thinking about this and thought, you know, we're not ready to sell our house yet, but we do want to spend time in Florida. Our youngest son lives in Florida. We can go kind of visit them or get closer to them. And we tried to do a little uh, traveling where we just go to different locations in Florida, which is great, but the RV allows us a little bit more flexibility. So we decided to try this for a couple of years. And, and this past winter has been our first attempt at that. And, and it really went pretty well, but some of the some of the pros that you were talking about is that number one, you get to travel and see different places. So you might go and stay a week or two in one spot or something like that. Uh, you might go somewhere and stay for the full winter. Now this past winter, what we did was we just, we stayed in one spot for most of the winter. And then we started moving around and, and, uh, ended up back in Kentucky. But the great thing about the RV is that, you know, if you stay in one spot for a while, kind of get to know other people that are doing the same thing. So you kind of build a community and I know there's folks that we met that we'll continue to probably communicate with and possibly hang out with in the future and different, uh, maybe different parts of the country or whatever. So I think that's a, a big plus to the RV and part of the, or this RV lifestyle. Well, the RV sounds expensive, but uh, is it really that much cheaper than staying at a hotel all summer? Because that, that sounds like the bill would add up pretty quick. Uh, you know, I guess there's an initial commitment to the RV. So you're buying something that's your, you know, you're going to have as your own. You are, you're going to need to store it somewhere. You're going to need to maintain it just like any kind of other property. You're going to have to continue to update it and you know, do things like that. And then you're going to pay some fees when you get to these places. So if you stay in a, a campground, you're going to have a monthly fee that you're going to pay because you're renting their spot basically. And you know, that may include electric and water and, and, you know, cable TV or what have you, but you're still paying some kind of a fee. Is it cheaper than a hotel? I mean, the hotels that I've seen recently and even the B and Airbnbs and things like that, you're paying somewhere between two and three and $400 a night. So 
when you add it all up, if you had to stay there for a month or two months or whatever, I don't know. I mean, I guess you still got your initial investment in the vehicle or whatever it is, whether it's a, a fifth wheel trailer like we have, or if it's a class A coach or something like that, you've got some pretty big dollars in some of those things. But I do think there's some benefits to having the RV, or at least there has been for us. Do you use the kitchen a lot or do you end oh, up yeah. eating out? Okay. Because that well, would and see, money, right? Yeah, it would. Plus you uh, and, and it you does. Want. So great thing about this past winter, what we did was we stayed in the little community called Deland, Florida. Very few people have heard of Deland, but some people have heard of Stetson University. Stetson University is the uh, the main thing in Deland, Florida. It's a very small town. Uh, I don't know population-wise, but it's a very cool little town. Well, we found a meat market in this town that just had gorgeous meat. So one of the things that when I bought the RV, I, I went to uh, Walmart and bought a one of these Blackstone grills. Have you seen those? Oh, yeah. So I learned, started learning how to cook on the Blackstone grill. So I've got it mounted or outside the RV. And heck, many nights we would cook, uh, I'd cook either, we've had salmon on the Blackstone, we've had chicken wings on the Blackstone, steaks, obviously, on the Blackstone, all this stuff. And, you know, it, it's it's fun to cook. For me, it's fun to cook while you're out there in the in the campground. you got all these smells and everybody's out kind of, you know, socializing and everything. It's just a really cool thing to do but now some of our friends that do this they eat out constantly part of what they want to do is experience the local fare when they go into a new town they want to go to the small restaurants they want to go to the breweries they want to go to the wineries or whatever that that's there and they want to experience that that area which we do a lot of that as well but we kind of do about half and half we'll eat at the trailer half the time and then we'll go out to eat half the time all right, we're talking with Alan Mercurio, Louisville's retirementcoach.com, the phone number 502-273-1188. Just having some of his experience dabbling in the RV lifestyle. Well, one of the things that concerns me is I'm fairly mechanically minded, but I realize that if you're living the RV lifestyle, you can have all the problems of a car and all the problems of a house. Have you run into many repair issues? Well, see, I'm not very mechanically minded. Over the years owning a boat, I've learned to do things because in most cases at the marinas, it's hard to get somebody to come and do what you want them to do. can't just drop it off at the shop, right? Right. Yeah. Right. And, you know, the, our marina is way out in the countryside anyway. So folks are, when you need somebody to come work on the air conditioner or something like that, you're really on their schedule. You can't really demand that they be there at a certain time or anything. Or, or like you said, you can't just drop it off at the shop. But I have learned to work on most things on the RV. I still shy away from a lot of the electrical stuff, uh, you know, but I, I've even learned a lot about that as well. But there are some, uh, again, learning curves on how to make sure you keep everything up to date. And, and that's a big thing is these things are not built to be around forever. I jokingly kid, some of them are literally put together with staples and glue. So you, you do have to maintain them or they'll just fall apart on you. All right, let's talk about the thing I'm worried about the most. I can't hardly stand scooping my cat's litter box, but if I have an <laughs> RV, I'm going to have to deal with the wastewater. How, what's uh, that like? Is that something I can handle? Because I'm real squeamish about that. Uh, you can handle it, and I've got a story to tell about that if we've got time to talk about it. But yeah, the, the everything goes into a tank. you got a system on the outside that ours has got buttons that you press that you put a hose into the ground into a, a dump area and uh, you press a button and it dumps everything out. Quick story. We were heading out for our maiden trip this past winter, left Albany, Kentucky, which is where we store the RV. And our first stop was in Asheville, North Carolina. So we stayed at a place called Mama Gertie's, which is a great campground. Uh, give a plug to Mama Gertie's out there. Uh, but it's on a, on a hillside. So as you're, you get to the Mama Gertie's at the base of it, the owner of the, one of the workers are actually come out in a gator or, or a golf cart and they lead you to your spot. So they take me up the hill. I, I'm heading up the hill about um, probably at about a 30 degree angle, I guess. So it's a pretty steep hill. And at the top of it, I got to take a right turn and then I got to take a immediate left turn. Well, our disposal system on, on the RV, the black water and the gray water is on the left side of the trailer. 
So when I take my left turn, it was a really sharp turn. So uh, apparently, and I didn't know it happened, but when I made that turn, the back of the trailer kind of dipped down and drug that pipe that all that stuff comes out of. Well, when it drug that pipe, the lid came off of the pipe and all of our business came out of the side of the RV. Oh, no. <laughs> Which was, was uh, luckily what happened was prior to that, I had completely dumped the system and all that was in there was water and some cleansing stuff. And, you know, so it, it still came out as black water, but it kind of dumped out there on the, on the pavement, which was not a pretty sight, but it's taught me a big lesson is that you got to make sure that you protect that thing and make sure that you're driving and making your turns wide enough. So you don't drag that side of the RV. So long story short, yes, you can take care of it. Yes. You can learn to do that and learn to deal with it, but that's all part of the RV lifestyle. All right. Thanks very much for uh, spending an hour with us, Alan, helping us with all these financial things and RV questions. If you got any questions for Alan, Mercurial Wealth Advisors has been answering people's questions for over three decades. So uh, I strongly encourage you to reach out to them. Either call 502-273-1188 or the website louisvillesretirementcoach.com. Thanks again, Alan. Let's do this again next weekend. Yes, sir. All right. Thanks for hanging out with us. This has been Retirement 360. By contacting us, we'll review aspects of your retirement portfolio to include suggestions on how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Donald Allen Mercurio and Troy Bolton are investment advisor representatives of Mercurio Wealth Advisors, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any client experiences discussed during the show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. Mercurial Wealth Advisors is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any governmental agency and does not provide tax or legal advice. Please consult your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Insurance licensed in Kentucky and Indiana.